0: Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Snell Nation. Tonight, we're going to talk about the Black National Anthem. The latest, I'm not even sure I can call it the latest smokescreen because it was also a big deal um, in 2020. So we're going to dive into that a little bit, but first, a word from our sponsor. Now that, that is the national anthem delivered beautifully by uh, Demi Lovato. And this was at the, uh, the Super Bowl in 2020 um, before life became very interesting for us all. So before before I really dive into the, the, the Black National Anthem, and this wouldn't be the first time um, that, that I've talked about this, but I, I felt it was necessary to just sort of put out there <laughs> just just the, the, the National Anthem and just the beauty of it, the unity in it. And, you know, we, we haven't heard it a whole lot uh, because, well, we, uh, for the most part, we've been locked in our homes for Several months at a time, several weeks at a time, we've had um, a lot of our typical uh, gatherings being uh, denied, and and our our big professional sports being being hijacked and turned into a lot of political grandstanding and racial justice, social justice propaganda. So, you know, I, I feel like uh, a lot of people may have may have forgotten about it. But I felt it was necessary before I go down this this rabbit hole of the Black National Anthem, and I won't I won't go too far into the rabbit hole. But um, I, I think it's necessary to to talk about this. And let me be clear uh, that the the Black National Anthem, "Lift Every Voice and Sing," it, it is a beautiful song. It was started as a poem. Um, which was written in, I believe it was 1899. It was, you know, read it right at the dawn uh, of, of, the, of the next century. And, you know, it, it is beautiful. It served a, a purpose. Um, it was something, something hopeful, something sweet, um, something that was incredibly relevant at different times where you had a lot of um, true uh, injustices, racially motivated injustices at that time. Um, and you had a lot of conflict in the in the 1920s and the 1930s um, with black unions and things that were being formed. Um, uh, a lot of conflict, of course, during the civil rights movement um, in the 1950s and 60s, uh, the bus boycotts, all that kind of stuff. Um, and this song, uh, the poem that became a song with Lift Every Voice and Sing, um, it was something that was cited in several of uh, Martin Luther King Jr.'s uh, speeches. So, you know, it was incredibly relevant in the past. Um, it's also something that, you know, me being black in the, the church um, uh, that I grew up in, um, it was something that would come up in the hymns uh, every so often, and I it was fantastic. I mean, I, I didn't give much thought at the time. I was a teenager, and then, of course, in my early 20s, um, but I never once thought hey this is something that is uh something that should trump the uh, 200 year uh 200 year old plus uh national anthem that we have uh something that let me see um let's see 200 and uh, about 206 206 years you know that long history uh with our current national anthem uh, i I never once thought, Hey, this is something that could be replaced or should be replaced at some point, considering the fact that it's, it's unified just so many people, so many organizations, so many beautiful moments. Um, But of course, now we're in the, uh, the 2020s and the big smokescreen of the decade is racial justice and social justice. So of course, you know, when you're trying to deconstruct, and completely dismantle Western civilization and um, a lot of the, uh, the values and completely dilute and, d- and destroy the culture, you know, this is just one more thing you can throw on the chopping block. And, of course, it's cloaked in the usual uh, racial justice uh, because for some reason, um, and, of course, you know, I, I have to put a lot of this on the Democratic Party, you know, it's as if we're still, we haven't gotten past, you know, 1960, you know, we're, we're just always in 1960. And when we're not in 1960, we're in uh, 1870. And then when we're not in 1870, you know, we're in 1780. You know, it's just this, you know, it, 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 when it comes to race relations is what, I, what I'm referring to in those different periods, um, especially for, for blacks, you know, the, the constant betrayal of uh, just blacks being victims, betrayal of us as just constant victims, and we always need help, and the help can only come from the government. It's always the answer. It's always whatever for whatever reason. It's more taxes, bigger government, more oversight, more overreach uh, from the government. And this is just one more thing that uh, it, it was it was thrown out in let me see uh july around july uh the second week of july 2020 and the 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 nfl the national football league for whatever reason decided to put out there hey you know we're not doing enough so you know what we're gonna do we're gonna play the black national anthem you know when the season kicks off on september the 10th yeah and when i saw this like a lot of other people that have critical thinking skills are just, you know, uh, open eyes, open ears and an open mind. Ask the question, w- what for one, what is the black national anthem? I had to look it up. And I know this song, Lift your Voice and Sing. I know the song, but I've never heard of it just being referred to as black national anthem. I had to look back a ways. And it seems like anytime somebody needs to uh, push a little bit of propaganda to pull on a little bit of heartstrings, this thing—it's been brought up multiple times, and in uh, each case, it's presented as the black national anthem or this bl- the black symbol of unity. And in reality, the just our our normal national anthem. That that's the symbol that it, it unifies us all. The words within it it, it unifies all races, you know. And, and that's the whole point. This country is one big giant melting pot of. People from all walks of life, from all parts of the world that came here um, in search of a better life, more opportunities, um, uh, a brighter future for their for their family. And they brought their culture with them. But understanding that when you're uh, when you're coming to a, a new country, there there's some assimilation that, that has to take place. It's, it's just the natural order of things since always and forever in every society since the beginning of humanity since the beginning of time um you you don't unless your goal is to be the dominant culture the dominant religion the dominant everything wherever it is you're packing your bags and taking them to if the point is to completely take over you know then yeah that it makes perfect sense to do things in this way with every bit of uh american history and every 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 bit of american culture being dissected um and, and scrutinized And attempt's made to just completely shuffle it off to the side under the cloak of social justice and racial justice as always, because, you know, that is the, um, the chink in the armor. That is that thread that is always hanging, ready to be tugged upon, uh, to totally tear apart the fabric of Western civilization. You know, and you can, you can just say that, that I'm being a bit, um, I don't know, hyperbolic, but, um, i th- i think my observation isn't very far off and, I- and i'm sure there's plenty of people that would agree anyone that was paying attention to all the chaos that happened last year so the national football league so they they throw this out there and they're met with some pushback and of course which is the whole point you know to keep us stirred up and focused on all the things that make us different instead of the much longer list which is all of our similarities and the fact that we're, we're dealing with a lot of the same enemies, the same criminals, the same culprits, you know, the, the same broken political parties and political system and the same uh, dysfunctional and corrupt institutions that uh, inflicts its will on all of us. Not just blacks, not just whites, Asians or anything, just just all Americans. But of course, you can't have 330 million people figuring that out. <laughs> Uh, Because it would just be mass chaos. So we have to keep everyone chopped up into their little uh, their little sections and then keep all the little sections, you know, uh, fighting with each other and distrusting one another. And it's broken down so far. I mean, we've got, you know, uh, men and women clashing Um, black, white, Asian, Latino, uh, you know, all the all the racial groups clashing. Then we have religion, you know, Muslim, Christian, uh, Hindu uh, atheists whatever you know uh, just constantly fighting each other and we've got our political affiliations which pretty much is, has shown itself over the past few years to be uh, just nothing more than you know I believe uh, cults or a lot of the individual that consider themselves members show a lot of cult-like um, tendencies you know so we have all these divisions and every so often, especially over the past uh, five, six, seven, eight years, where a particular area is focused on, and the and the area that's uh, receiving a, a great deal of focus are the racial groups. You know, so here we are with something that was, you know, any anyone could have seen this coming that it was going to create a bunch of controversy and make things worse. To just- stre- strengthen the divide, or I should say widen the divide between the races in particular black- well blacks and whites, to be more specific, so you bring this up, and there's so many people that are rooting for this, you know oh yeah the the black national anthem, and it's this. You know, it's the true spirit of the nation. It's the true founding, because slaves built this country, which, no, that's not not entirely accurate. And it wasn't just black slaves. There were a lot of indentured servants. There were a lot of other slaves of other races that all played a hand in building this country up, building up the foundation. You know, but when you think slave, you, you think black, because, you know, that's just... The propaganda has been so strong and so concentrated so aggressive for so long that's just the first thought that pops into a lot of people's minds when you say slave it was just like when you say slave master you think white even though there were there were black slave masters during that time there were also hundreds of thousands of free blacks in the south during the civil war that owned slaves just like there were tons of blacks that fought voluntarily for the confederacy and the information is just there a plenty but people have been so um just so programmed to view race in america as being this just very one-dimensional there's just one angle it's just it's always whites are the oppressor blacks are the oppressed period you know and and that's it and but when you really look at the truth and you look at the history of this country, it's way more interesting, way more fascinating, and it deviates pretty far away from the approved narrative and This is just one more smoke screen to keep us forever swimming and in and irre- in, excuse me in irrelevance where we'll we'll never get past dealing with these ridiculous social issues that are put on a loop every couple of years, usually every um every election cycle but now it's just it's continuous it's just this constant shift and then we go back and forth about it a few things are are changed which they don't really do anything they don't really fundamentally change uh this country or deal with any core issues it's a couple little system thing little tiny little things within some of the institutions that slightly change but it doesn't fundamentally really change anything and it usually results in a loss of wealth and the ability to create wealth within the middle class and the working poor and more losses in the areas of freedom and liberty and we just continue to press on so we have this so sure the NFL they threw this out there last year um, in in July a lot of controversy all the expected things because that's the that was the whole point of it and they went ahead and did it I mean I I didn't witness witness it because I pretty much gave up on professional sports for the most part. Um, I'd love to hang on to um, major league soccer. I'd love to hang on to MLS and, and NHL. Um, but it, there's just, there's not really much of a point um, because with all this, the cancel culture and the, you know, uh, I hate using the word cause it's overused, but why not the wokeness? It, it's so intense that the goal in major league sports uh, in movies and entertainment, it's not to entertain us and it's not to even earn our money. It's as if they don't even care if they get our money. It's like they don't need it. They don't want it. It's just that there's a set agenda. There's a set goal. And that's what's pushed, regardless of what the people want, what the people want doesn't matter. We have our special interests. You know, we, we, we have our. Um, are so-called public servants, which have pretty much they've become uh, public masters at this point. Um, and they themselves have have masters as well, and they follow their script and the, and professional sports is is no different. Um, and th- they've been this way for years. It's just things have intensified. and of course, with the rise of social media, all these different platforms which uh, grew in the early 2000s. Um, and then, of course, we became dependent on all these different uh, platforms, like kind of like Facebook and Snapchat and Instagram and uh, YouTube and Twitter and everything. Um, and then we became so dependent on these systems that, well, now the hand has been tipped and uh, they can just sort of push out whoever they want, let in whoever they want. They can focus on certain things. They can deviate from other things. They can, um, in essence, uh, shape shape the reality shape the perception it's incredibly it's incredibly easy now and that's what we're seeing so here we are with just one other little little thing that's thrown out there to, to just keep us bickering amongst one another because something like this being pushed replacing a 200 year old you know historical element that's at the core of american values it's at the core of of who we are as a nation and you attack that i mean you, they saw this coming i mean so you're intentionally doing that to antagonize and to just to shake to shake the nests and to just keep us just constantly just you know running into each other over nonsense and that's exactly what this black national anthem is it's it's utter nonsense and you know i talked about this last year of course um, a lot of the videos were, were short videos through, uh, Twitter and a lot of the communication and polls that I did are, are gone because I've been banned. Uh, I've been banned, uh, about five months now, six months now from Twitter. Uh, so yeah. So I, I felt that, you know, with this being brought back up, back into the public consciousness, back into, you know, mainstream conversation. And now they, you know, here we go with the NFL wanting to make this a, um, a staple you know going forward and there are other professional sports uh that are considering it playing it before uh, each game and they know what's going to happen it's the same thing as that knee- the kneeling nonsense you know all that all that kneeling i mean surrender has become the slogan of the 2020s you know i mean it's just constant you know kneeling in solidarity well that's not really a thing you're kneeling in submission that's a, that's what it is so <laughs> all this all this kneeling and then that was the controversial thing and that's been a thing for a couple of years now and of course we had um uh good old Colin kaepernick uh mediocre uh to terrible quarterback um who was on the verge of getting getting cut i mean the, the bottom line and then found a way to make Tens of millions of dollars money that he never would have saw in his uh in his professional career in his NFL career and he just he he pulled it off i mean he he turned that whole kneeling thing into a money maker into a cash machine and now he's getting all these deals and there's some some deal he has I think with Netflix is worth a couple million dollars you know to make a bunch of propaganda pretty much um, useless. Useless to us propaganda. It's useless to someone, or useful to someone, but it's useless to us. Um, but he was able to flip that, and and here we are with this. So you'll have more division, more more anger and rage, and more arguing and bickering over nothing. And it's so, it's a bit frustrating. I mean, when I when I was doing the uh, writing up, just you know what I was going to discuss here. Um, I was going to discuss more of the the history of the black national anthem of the song, all that good stuff. And then I thought, well, no, I, no, I'm not, I'm not going to do that because that's not what's important in this particular situation where we are now. Uh, what's important is to discuss the point, or at least what I believe the point is of trying to inject something like this, you know, the, 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 the point of trying to completely dismiss, the true national anthem i mean with with words that were that were written centuries ago but still hold so much weight today and everyone's in this mode of just cancel 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 you know just chopping things off chopping things off without giving it a second thought you know because we've it, we've been pushed into this tribalistic mode This fight or flight, this constant survival, this constant state of fear, where if anyone promises us safety, even if that individual or those individuals are Hitler-esque, we will take their hand and we will run right with them, (laughs) regardless of what their plan is, what their motivations are, what their goals are. None of that matters. Just if you can give us a little bit of safety. And I could easily just uh, segue into a lot of the COVID stuff in regards to that. But that's that's where we are constantly giving up more and more freedom more and more liberty for the illusion of safety you know safety theater political theater and it's it's all cheap theater by the way but we just we just walk right into it you know so many of us and this is just one more thing and you know what if if i and i'm sure i'm not the only black person that is looking at this and just laughing you know but If I'm the only one that's going to stand up and say, hey, this is this is incredibly dumb. It's you know, it's an obvious agenda to keep us divided, to tear this nation apart, to make us just incredibly brittle and fractured to the point where anyone can just run in and take over and or do whatever they want. And we can't put up a real defense or or a real fight because our perception of reality is so broken that we can't even tell that we're at war. We can't even tell that someone is just slipping in the back door and just robbing us blind. Because the perception of reality is completely warped. But you know what? If I have to be the guy to state that, I'm going to do it. And I'll take the heat. If we want to just continue to throw out all the the typical names, um, the pejorative terms that I'm usually called, that's fine. You know, I've been called those terms since high school. so, And I'm 39. So, yeah. You could say that I've gotten used to it because the truth matters above all. That's how all this is supposed to work. We're supposed to, you know, follow the facts no matter where they, no matter where they lead us. But we've, we've steered far away from that. Very far. The facts don't matter. Critical thinking doesn't matter. All it matters is your feelings and whatever your next fix is because i mean we become this hyper consumerized hedonistic tribalistic society where everything is about the short term it's all about you know uh feeling good and looking good opposed to doing good the same thing goes for a lot of our, our government agencies the individuals that that uh that manage those agencies that manage our uh or different sectors of uh, of government it's about looking good feeling good and if you ask you know are you actually doing good hey can we look at the history of this this organization can we look at the history of these policies of these political parties and and see exactly what their track record is can we look at these candidates you know that are, that want to be president or want to be governor or want to be mayor and look at their past and see how they voted in the past to see what initiatives they pushed and what good they've done and you know those are all legitimate relevant questions but now you can't ask those questions you're called a racist you're called a conspiracy theorist you're, you're, you're called all kinds of names you know you're trying to rock the boat and you, you know why can't you just relax and just you know <laughs> chill <laughs> I've had people say that to me why, why do you always ask so many questions well, well someone has to <laughs> I would hope everyone would want to know more about a presidential candidate or, you know, or whatever, you know, it's just common sense stuff. I would think everyone would want to know, hey, what what's in these vaccines? Hey, you know, how is this really impacting me? Like, am I really at risk or am I not? What is the actual science? Why is it we're only allowed to talk about one angle? Why is it we can't talk about anything that conflicts with the Science, or what's been deemed the science, but I'll, I'll say that for another time. But you know, I wanted to keep this. I think the last one I tried to keep it around 30 minutes, I think I went over, but you know what? Hey, whatever happens, happens because you know, this is incredibly important. And I know you know, people are the masses are shifting back into the usual state of complacency, compliance, and calm. Where we're just back to watching our professional sports, you know, listening to the latest celebrity gossip and talking about, yeah, I don't know, like Britney Spears and and other things that are just kind of, eh. Sure, some of it's entertaining. It's it's very tempting and tantalizing the way um, mainstream media plays these things up. Uh, But meanwhile, everything else, the things that really matter, the things that actually impact all of our lives are, are crumbling around us you know the fact that last year this country experienced the greatest upward transfer of wealth in human history and it's not it's not really talked about nobody cares nothing we we we've had billionaires have trillion dollar gains during the pandemic where we had millions and millions tens of millions of people that lost their jobs lost everything know was barely able to hang on and we had one one stimulus package after the next and and just because it's called a stimulus package doesn't mean that's what it accomplishes a lot of times you know when when political officials create something they put a a nice sounding name on on it 99 percent of the time it doesn't fully achieve you know what it was meant to or what it's titled as so you had these stimulus packages that were rolled out and small little tidbits went to the taxpayers and all the rest went elsewhere. So I'll save that one for another time. <laughs> but anyway, the Black National Anthem, it's its nonsense. It's, it's nonsensical. It's just the typical smokescreen um, that we've all become accustomed to in the 2020s. More racial justice, social justice, just re- ridiculous shenanigans. And me as a black man in this country... I'm incredibly offended by it. I find it incredibly frustrating that no matter what I do, according to the Democratic Party and some Republicans, um, my legacy is just the fact that I, I am possibly a descendant of a slave. That's that's it. That's all I'm worth. That's all I'm good for. And I'll never be anything more than that in their eyes, because that's how I hold the most value to them. Is to be a constant victim a constant little toddler to be patted on the head because I just don't know any better I'm just too dumb and too poor to know how to get to the DMV and get a state ID so I can vote you know I'm too dumb to figure out that oh well you know going to a technical school getting some certifications getting college degrees are the things that tend to improve your probability of succeeding in this country you know, I'm just too ignorant to understand how to start my own business and how to make money. You know, I just don't know those things, even though all the other races, including actual Africans, African immigrants that came over here. They all seem to figure it out. But I'm, I'm just too dumb because slavery, legacy of slavery, Jim Crow. Um, I don't whatever. Take take your pick. White supremacy, uh, white white privilege, white white whatever (laughs) they just they just they're just rolling the mainstream media i mean they're just kicking this stuff out like crazy and it's incredibly insulting you know because you can't you can't have it both ways you can't call yourself you know descendants of kings and queens from the african tribe of whatever and you know we can do anything we can achieve anything You know, but then at the same time, well, we need the, you know, these candidates to to take office and take these positions of power so they can force other people to divert their wealth in our direction because we just can't figure it out on our own. Even though we have black billionaires, black, black millionaires, black doctors, lawyers, you know, consultants, entrepreneurs, all that stuff, you know, even though we have all those things, it's like it doesn't matter all my worth is the fact that i am potentially a descendant of a slave so i can be a part of a narrative to help whatever political party achieve whatever their means is which is typically more power and control over the masses and that's the direction we're heading in but anyway that's all i got in this thing and i would love to hear what any, anyone who has any, any ideas, any, any thoughts and considerations in regards to the Black National Anthem, you know, if you disagree with me completely, please feel free to leave me a message through the Anchor app. You can leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. You know, you can also reach me through the Snell Nation Facebook page, Instagram page. Not hard to find. Thank you to uh, all my supporters out there. Thank you for all your feedback. It helps with the evolution of this podcast going forward. And thank you also for your financial support. All of it matters. All of it's relevant. I appreciate it all. Thank you very much. Snell Nation out.